Thank you for being your patience. We'll get to the calls, so hang in there, okay? Because you know when I finally get to you, I'll give you just as much time as I've given the others. So thank you for hanging in. Okay, what is the strongest creatures in the ocean? The strongest creature in the ocean? Creatures. 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 Sea anemones. No. Oh. Muscles. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I get that one. Okay. Okay. Fine. Muscles are the strongest sea creatures. Okay, there you go. Why didn't I think of that? There you go. I know it. Okay, let's go back to Sue. We're talking about cat food. Okay, are you there, Sue? Yep, I'm here. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Carly looked it up. It's BPA that you okay. got to pay attention to in cans. And that's with mm-hmm. humans' food and for our pets' foods, okay? See that it says BPA-free you okay, know, for the BPA lions? Free. Yep, okay. And if it oh. doesn't say, call the manufacturer say, are your cans BPA-free? So, mm-hmm. you know, they're because they lessen the chance of mouth cancer, you know, how it's stored. Right. We do it right. on a regular, yeah. And so that's why I try doing a little bit of raw. Try doing a little bit of freeze-dried with add. add Added water, uh, a like, little bit of water. One likes a, a raw hamburger. Excellent, good for her. That's good. Yeah, would, and then but she was dragging her butt, and everybody said, "Oh, she's got worms." No, that's but that doesn't mean necessarily no. no. No, no, no. But I gave her some dewormer stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. I uh, it was pretty expensive. It was a liquid, and it goes over her food. Okay. Did she eat it? Uh, just uh, says uh, uh, crazy little kitty wormer or something like that. Okay, you gotta be careful. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be careful Watch with it. that home remedy stuff. <laughs> I know, you know, so because that's. I was thinking of going and going up to the vet and see if they just give me some. But well, I see, don't the best thing, you know, what you got to do is take it a doo doo because same with dogs yeah. or whatever. You don't want to deworm something and put the system right. through the stress if they don't need it. Exactly. Right? And then if you put, he's the only one that does it. Okay, but yeah, they kind of if they got, but that usually has anal glands. You know, they get an itchy. Yeah, bite. Thought, yeah, they said that too. And right. Like, I don't know what to do. And that's I, usually from Well, that's usually because the food that has is, uh, anal gland problems is usually due to the food. And that's okay. why some cats that are doing that what they need to how do you know what her doodoos are like? Are they dry? Are they no, hard? None of them are dry. Okay. Okay, good. They're like just um they're regular like Tootsie Rolls. Okay. Okay. And so that's why like I say uh this time of year, you know, extra fish oil, you know, omega 3s okay. and 6s, uh, the tiki cat cutlet sardines are really good. I just looked I got the wild salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe up the wild salmon. Yep, no, that's fine. I like the I like the sardines better. Remember, the small fish don't have as much mercury content as, oh, yeah, that's as right. tuna right. and salmon. So does. I can mix some of that in with the Excellent. dry. You got all. it. Yep, but just don't overdo it because you want no. them to be able to eat it. You don't want to have to throw stuff away. Okay. No, so no, that's what absolutely. You, yes. I won't give them much. Like right. I never do, even when I give them. Uh, well, it's a treat, but the only reason I don't is because they really go poopy big time. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So yeah, so you know, but that's so the main thing. Kinda, just, but I just wanted to know if I had to feed them grain or not. No, uh, you I've just, been on grain free. Yep, so, no, you want grain free for cats. Like, well, if they're not allergic, then don't feed it. Well, no, no, no. Remember, a cat has a total no carb need. Okay, mm-hmm. and so and your grains are carbs, all right? And yep. so that's why you want grain free or raw or freeze dried for cats. Right. End of story. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Thank Thanks you, for taking my call. Thank you. Again. Take care. <laughs> I'll probably call you again. Sounds good. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Now, a heads up to all cat owners. The best book out there for all cat owners to own is called Your Cat. Your Cat by Hodgkins. H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. Okay? It's a big paperback, big 
paperback book, but it's big, and it's but it's about fourteen dollars. And she's a she's a vet, and she's about the only book that I've seen out there from stem to stern. You learn a lot, and this book eventually really, if you have a cat that's diabetic, you need this book. Do you need this book because she she has the same thought pattern as I did that I learned a while back? Is that when you have a cat that is diabetic, you do not give them any dry food. Because dry food is at least 50% carbs, carbs turn into sugar, sugar turns it spikes up their blood, okay? And so that's why what we want is the process of that. So if you've got a diabetic cat, you want that grain-free canned food, a little bit of raw or some raw. And so, I mean, you really got to do your due diligence and not just be a drone. Understand and, and look at the big picture and be the advocate for your cat, okay? Okay, who's up next? Oops, oh, she- <laughs> Oh, well, sorry, sorry the computer is being iffy. iffy. Um, yes, <laughs> iffy. iffy so we're going to talk to Melissa. All right. Melissa has a question about how to get her cat to lose some weight. All right. Look at that. Feeds in. What yeah. I put on my Facebook yeah, page. Exactly. We're talking fat cats. Fat today. cats. There we All go. All about fat cats. There she <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Hey, Melissa, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. How old's your cat? Um, I believe he's either 10 or nine. Okay, well, okay, sounds good. About how many pounds is he? A fat, fat cat, or um, he's he's a Maine Coon mix, so okay. he's he's a about big cat, twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. but he is overweight. Okay, and so what are you feeding him? Um, he eats earthborn dry food, mm-hmm. grain free. Yeah. Um, and then he eats wet food as well. Okay. Pitch and he the gets a variety of different stuff, but it's all grain free. Okay. Pitch to dry. End of story. Pitch to dry. Pitch to dry. And that's what okay. I was going to tell everybody with fat cats. That's what's getting their cats fat. Fat is because as they get older, they can't drink. Well, first, two things happen. They can't drink enough money uh, water to compensate for the dry matter. So then you see a cat drinking and drinking, and that tells you that the pancreas is crashing because it can't really digest all this dry matter, all right? And then with because it spikes blood levels, you know, for diabetic cats, and then they, they start puking. And then they, sh- they start shedding a lot. And so by getting him on a grain-free, good canned diet, along with, you know, like we just t- were talking about, get some formulated raw. Um, now, truth be told, they're just starting to come out with formulated raw for cats. But there is a book. If you got this, you could also make your own stuff for dogs. And it's by Dr. We, we have tried him on raw food before, okay. and he, he did not like it very much. Okay. But, it, see, cats take take change slow. You know, okay. uh, so just a minute. It's, it, the, the book is called Real Food for Healthy Dogs and Cats, Simple Homemade Food by Dr. Karen Becker. Real food for healthy dogs and cats, simple homemade foods. And the thing is, is that most cats, uh, like I've been fortunate that I've never really had a picky cat. They, they pretty near would eat anything. I put them in the dish. They could care less. And see, for a while there, I was using the, the raw, formulated raw dog food out of the freezer, thawed it, and give it to the cats, but not on a total regular basis. Because the difference between dog food and cat food, pro, uh, the cats have a higher protein need than dogs do. And so that's why, you know, you can't feed dog food on a regular basis to cats because there's not enough protein level for their cats to do it correctly, to live, you know, be good. And so that's why um, I used to use the the, the formulated raw because it was none marketed to the cat all right and so then but then you know i'd also do the you know the grain-free canned cat foods and then they finally came out with the freeze-dried for cats and now they're coming out with more and then you can also do your own but cats take change 
hard. So you've got to slowly let them, you know, like whatever they like, then put in just a dab of what you want to try to rotate into. And let they may leave it at first, but if you keep putting that dab in there, all of a sudden they're going to lick it and say, well, that wasn't bad. And then pretty soon you start adding a little bit more and a little bit. You can't do what you do with the dog. Here, eat it and they will. (laughs) You know, cats are just like, what? are you trying to do to me here, right? So that's why you've got to have a lot of patience when you're playing with a dog or cat's diet. And the big thing, and I tell everybody when they, they have the fat cats, get them off of all dry food, get them on total what we just discussed, the good grain-free diets, the good uh, raw formulas, free-dried formulas, get those carbs out of there. And then, and now you don't want a cat to lose weight too fast because then they can get fatty liver disease, okay? Yep. And so that now it just so happens that I went, uh, I was looking uh, online. I don't do that very well, but I actually stumbled across a great website and it's called madbay.com. I mean, mad, mudbay, mud, M-U-D, bay.com. And they have some really good articles about cat's obesity and what to work with and how, you know, such like that. Because it's really, uh, it's getting so that it is, the cats are no longer fat, they're like more, more, Morbidly, okay, what word am I saying? Morbidly obese. There you go. <laughs> you know, and so, like I say, I always bring up the, the Albert that was uh, 32 pounds and Bubba was uh, 38 pounds when I rescued them. And I got them both down to 16, 17 pounds, but it took me over a year. Uh, Bubba it was a year, almost a year and a half with Bubba. He's a 38 pounder. And then with uh, Albert, the 32 pounder, it took me like a little over uh, a year, not quite a, you know, so, but because if you go too fast, and that's why you got to regulate how you're doing this so that you don't, you know, so that's why if you have a scale that you can weigh or stand on the scale, you know, and hold the cat or yep. if, the, if the cat takes uh, uh, drives, well, just bring them up to the vet, throw them on the scale, <laughs> go to the post office. Can I weigh my cat? <laughs> but anyway, so you want what you want to do is every two weeks you want to weigh the cat because you want to make sure it's coming slowly off. They're going down. They're not just dropping mega pounds too quick. All right. And so okay. that's why what you've got to do, you know, like I say, but you get them off of, I tell everybody, you got to, a totally indoor cat cannot be, that's gaining weight. And, you know, usually they start gaining the weight by about between three, four is when they, it starts coming on. And a lot of times by the time they hit eight, nine, it's like, okay, boy, they, they've got a Swiffer on their belly. <laughs> when they walk, they can't jump anymore. They start, you know, it's just Bubba, the one that was 38 pounds. He had, was hauling that weight for so long that his front legs bowed. So he looked like a, from the front when he walked towards you, he looked like an old English bulldog. <laughs> and then when he started losing the weight, he had the swisher belly, you know, going back and forth as he walked. But then I, I start seeing ground clearance. I can see under your belly. And so that's what you got to work with. But that's how you get the weight, not the specialty formulas and such like that. Yep. It's, it's just like in humans, you know, that do the weight. Uh, you know, like what you see on TV and you lose all this weight. But then when you go back to the real world eating, all of a sudden you put it all back on again. And that's why you want to hit a pattern that the cat gets used to, you get used to, that keeps this going down. And then you should, when you get to a, a good weight for them, you know, now what it is is maintaining, you know, what you're what you're doing. But uh, And then, like I said, the cats that uh, throw up, too, is that they cannot be eating that dry food. They just can't. And you may say, people may say, well, how come my vet doesn't know this? And remember, vets are great at always and diseases but nutrition they're not so good at and that's where you got to do your own due diligence okay 
Okay. But yeah, try check out that mudbay.com. And then there again, that book that I just mentioned, Your Cat. You know, yep, by, I have that written yeah, down already. Your, yep. And so that's the main and and nobody can you can't let people sabotage and feel bad for the cat. And believe it or not, you're gonna find, you know, a lot of cats say our dogs are People say, well, my cat is always pestering me. He's always hungry. And that's what happens when you're carb addicted. You're, you could never be, you're never satisfied in human world, right? And yep. if you start nixing the, cab, the carbs and start doing more protein, all of a sudden you feel more fuller and it lasts longer. And now with the cats, you don't have them waking you up at 2 o'clock in the morning saying, feed me! Or, you know, running past, you know, under your legs, you know, feed! You know, because they feel fuller because you're giving them something to actually absorb instead of just being, it goes into the litter box because it's all, it's all sugar. All right. All right. Does that make sense? Okay. If you've got any questions, just give me a holler. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, folks, it really is. It's, it's fairly simple. It, It is unreal. Okay. Would you rather, are you ready? Have wings. Have wings, but you cannot fly. Have gills, but you cannot breathe underwater. Okay, have wings, but you cannot fly. And then have, or have gills, but you can't breathe underwater. Move back. Hi there. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 show. Greatly appreciated. Okay, would you rather have wings, but you cannot fly? Or have gills, but you can't, cannot breathe underwater? What would you like there? I think I would do um, the gills but couldn't breathe underwater. Okay. Because I'm used to that anyway. Because you come up anyway oh, and take true. a breath. Yeah, that's true. Have wings. It'd be cool to have wings, you know, though. But then. But yeah, but what, I mean, can't it'd, do anything, it'd yeah. be like an accessory. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I'm not a water lover. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, so I would, I would do the gill thing. Yeah, but that makes sense. But that it doesn't make sense. Oh, well. Okay, there you go. But I, don't know. I, I would take the wings. But I can't fly just because I think it'd be cool to have wings and I can sit and primp them and have people say, hey, how much? I, I'll buy that feather from you. No. <laughs> you just pull it out of your <laughs> pull it out of your back. There you go. All right. <laughs> That's one way, I there guess. There you go. Okay. Let's go to the uh, phone lines. Okay. We're going to talk to Mikey. Mikey has a question about his boxer that is all of a sudden starting to nip. All right. Hi, Mikey. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good. How old's your pupper? Um, he's about three. Three years old? Yeah. Okay, so what's going on? Well, evidently I have a bad memory because my wife said that I called you a few months ago and talked to you about it, but, um, it hasn't really happened since then. Um, you know, we've been watching first times and he only does it at certain times or, I think he realized he did it once, and then when he doesn't like something, then that's what he goes to. Okay. So, now, is he plain nipping or truly trying to bite you? Like, like rough biting. Like, he's not trying to hurt you, right. but I don't okay. think he realizes that he is okay so what are you doing at the time he's doing the rough you know nip playing well sometimes he's um playing playing with the the ball or something and i think like you said before if you uh mess with them around their neck uh-huh. they don't like that right 
And so um, we have been watching that. And I can't remember what you told me before, but um, that that's not really um, uh issue um, lately or anymore. But um, I can't remember what you said, like if you should go to training or get neutered with help or whatnot. But I had a couple smaller questions. Um, he has also a problem where he barks. Like when my wife comes home and we're talking about the day, he just barks. Okay, then what do you do? We usually like go in the other room or we... Lately, honestly, we've been doing what you suggested and putting the leash on him. Okay. And, the, and that's been helping. Oh, good. Another and, thing that um, you want, if the dog is barking at you to get your attention, what you need to do is, like, you can get that, you remember the uh, uh, hair mister or plant mister filled with water set on stream? And if he goes to bark, you have your quiet word, say, ah, quiet. Okay, and at yeah. the exact same time, you say and spray for the first five, six times, and then you give him a ah, quiet, and if he doesn't, then he gets the blast in the face. Ah, quiet. Yeah, because he tries to be bossy, and sometimes I think he's trying to get me to play with him. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, but see, if you answer, because a lot of times when a dog starts barking at their, you know, the owners, the owner's automatic reaction is what? What do you want? Do you have to go potty? Do you want to play? So yeah. he's getting what he set out to do is your attention directed towards him. You answered Thank him. You. That's what I tell my wife, and it's like, you can't do that. Correct. You might. It's like when a baby cries, and you you have to ignore it, and you know sometimes. Well, sometimes you go young. check out the baby to make sure they're dry and everything's okay, but you don't say anything to them. You know, you don't pick yeah. them up or don't do anything. You just go check yeah. on them, and then you leave. You don't okay. feed it. And so that's the same thing when a dog barks. You have to have a quiet word. A lot of people oh. just keep going, no, no, no. And that is yeah. like, don't be doing that. Say, you know, deepen your voice, slow it down, give them a, ah. That's a universal word that you're in trouble, buddy. And then ah, whatever okay. quiet that you, word you're going to use, you can say quiet. You can say enough. You decide. I didn't know if it was a phase or, or maybe one one time. No, he's we testing. We have got loud with each other. Yeah, and he thinks we're arguing or something. No, he just knows he gets a, a reaction from you when you do it. So give him the ah, uh, quiet. Yeah. And if he doesn't, yeah, blast him in the face with the water. Ah, quiet. Yeah. Okay. And uh, la last, real quick, um, he wants. To, to eat more than he needs to, and I was wondering if it makes a difference in the size of the food because we were getting normal size food, and we have a smaller dog too, and so then we started getting we used the Nutra food, and we started getting the Nutra delivered, uh -huh. and we got the small size, the pea size ones delivered. Yeah, and the little dog loves it. And so Jack, the big boxer, likes it too. But it seems like before we um, switched, he didn't want to eat so much. Okay. No. Um. What could happen though? Remember that uh, a cup of the large breed feed is a different than a cup of the small bites. All right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so you got to pay attention to that. Is what you've got to do. 
And so that's why, okay. and see, with a boxer, too, because they're long and deep-chested, I would never feed the food dry. I would put it, soak it in water, you know, in hot water until it's all the water yeah. is gone. And the then, wife always gets on me about that. Yeah, yeah, because, the yeah, because the thing is, is that it's so important, especially with a boxer, because they're so animated. And then, like I yeah. said, that deep chest, that they're very, very prone to, prone to bloat. And male sure. dogs from three years and older, for some reason, are more prone to bloat also so you should do i wouldn't feed the dry food dry he'd be able to absorb it retain and get more from it if you rehydrate it okay how what's the um, minimum time i should let it sit in the water so sometimes i just get it wet for like one minute no uh -uh, no if you drain it and give it to him no no you don't drain it and the water has to you put hot water on it till everything floats real nice you put it okay. aside, and for a non-grain-free, it takes a half hour to rehydrate. For a grain-free, it takes an hour to rehydrate. There cannot be any water left in there because that's even more so dangerous. just enough water in there to to have the food soak it up. Right. No, you want you you put enough water in the bowl. Or, you know, you put. Let's say you put your a cup of dog food in the bowl. Okay. Then you yeah. put the enough water that everything floats real nice. And, and then put it aside, and then like, yeah. a, and then a hat. You got to wait for all the water to be gone and absorbed into the food, and then the food is soft when you touch it. Now put your supplements in, and now feed it. Okay. Okay. Because in that way, there it's not being re, uh, not expanding in your dog's gut, and then because when you uh, when you feed the dry food, it's like eating uh, saltine crackers, and then they go over and drink a whole buttload of uh, water to compensate for that dry matter, and then that all hits the stomach, and now the the dry food has to expand in the stomach. Okay. And so that's why you want to rehydrate it for them so that it's easier for them to digest it and it makes them feel fuller because they can absorb more. Okay. And um, uh, is it good to get them neutered? I would. I, I just, uh, then you don't have to run the risk of uh, testicular cancer. And then also okay. dog, yeah. And then also dogs that are fixed. If you can see a dog's life fixed and unfixed, you take fixed at a heartbeat because now their their mind is on you and not Mother Nature. A male can oh, feel a male I didn't can think about that. yeah, because a, a male dog can smell a female in heat two miles away, and then they go service yeah. that one, and then they smell another one, and before you know it, they're in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, and I just think it's over. I know a lot of guys are like I. <laughs> Um, I'm a man, and yeah. I don't want to <laughs> take my dog's manhood. Right, I know, but that's a guy's thought. You know, no. Yeah. It's, so don't think down that. Think what's best for the dog, okay? You're, you're right. Thank you. Okay, you bet. I got to go. We got a break. Have, thanks right. for the call, kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. There we go. That sounds like a game show thing. This? this yeah, the music. This sounds is like Lizzo. Game. It is? Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a game show. Okay. Put my hands okay. up. Okay, you ready? What yeah. runs through the U.S. and has five eyes? What runs through the U.S. and has five eyes? We'll be back. All right, now we got your toe tapping. There is answer the question. Hey, if you got a question, give a holler. We got a little couple minutes back here. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. We had open lines. And we got about oh, 20 minutes left of talking time, I'd say. Yeah. Right after that. Okay. Okay, ready for this? What runs through the U.S. and has five eyes? Uh, runs through the U.S. and has five eyes. A monster? 
M I S S I S S I P P I. It used to be so hard for me. <laughs> I guess I never really counted how many eyes that I had. M I S S I S S I P P I. Yeah. Look at me. I sung other than the happy dirt birthday song. So you did. Yeah. Look at Proud me. Of you. I, yeah. I don't like singing. branching out. Oh, no. Yeah. You're branching out, doing new things. Yeah, look at me, look at me. So it's we, 2020, Katie. I mean, yeah, look at that. you're taking everything by the horns Whoa, right now. Boy, look at look that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> okay, everybody's going, please make it stop. <laughs> no, they're just saying, okay, get back to what you were talking about. There you go. Okay, so now, November, I mentioned go to mudbay.com. They have some really nice articles for dogs and cats about health and such like that. So I just found that the other day. Also, too, don't forget my uh, my event that I'm putting on, GoNaturalPetExpo.com, GoNaturalPetExpo.com. And it's, uh, I'm trying to get things that the healthier choices for cats, dogs, horses, pigs, chickens uh, under one roof. And so if you have a product, sell a product. Uh, and it's for pets all over and, and animal lovers, dogs, horses, chickens, you know, such like that, um, all over Minnesota and Wisconsin. It's not just for Washington County because that's where it's being held at is Washington County Fairgrounds, May 16th from 10 to four so if you want to be a vendor please go to go natural pet expo.com i'm also looking for fun vendors you know whereas if you make jewelry do gifts you know that's all animal related uh long dog apparel is going to be part of this when she's great with oh she's some really cool t-shirts and apparel to wear you know that a dog cat you know are, are orientated so please uh yeah give me a call and uh, and pass the word there you can also facebook it now has a facebook page go natural pet expo on facebook go natural pet expo so please uh, jump into that or go to my Katie K9. Uh, you can Facebook and go to mytalk1071.com. But pass the word. This is what, in order for this to work, I need all you guys to help me out with media to get it out there so people can, are talking about it and such. And if you want to volunteer, God knows I need a volunteer. If you guys, your talent is the media, like how to get the best out of Facebook, how to get the best out of, you know, anything, uh, how to, what places to go and, and, and get it out to, please, uh, I need to hear from you because I'm technically challenged and so, you know, this is the first year. I'm hoping to do it three years, and then if it takes off, yeah, we'll keep going. But uh, so just like with starting anything new, it's all about getting the word out and then getting vendors. So please, and the vendors, is it's not expensive. You can get an 8 by 10 booth for 100 bucks or a 10 by 10 for 150 I mean, 120 sorry about that. A 10 by 10 booth for uh, 125 and that's either with electric or not electric. You know, you got to let me know. So it's not going to be expensive, but it's the whole important thing is to get people out there and that uh, they give me healthier choices, you know, uh, healthier feeds, healthier dog foods, cat foods, healthier treats, uh, products for shampoo, uh, oils. And then plus there's going to be speakers that are going to be talking about over vaccinations, uh, speakers about uh, raw speakers about the, what is CBD oil and how can your pets and your dog and your cat, your horse and such like that benefit from. Uh, so it's, it's an overall program. I'm hoping uh, it's from 10 to four. And once again, that's Saturday, May 16th. And so hopefully you're going to be a part of that and bring, and the, uh, the part of the proceeds are going to go to canine inspired change and then pay, Patriot assistance dogs. Uh, so you can go to both of those canine inspired change.org or Patriot assistance dogs. Uh, dot org and so that's what part of it so it's a fundraiser also so i hope that you'll become aboard and and help me out because it's kind of scary putting on an event like this where you're renting a building and oh kit caboodle and so uh it just we just need help so it'd be greatly appreciated you know uh so so go naturalpetexpo.com so check that out 
All right. Let's see. We got that. Now, another thing that uh, that we do, we're lucky enough, we were, we were talking about fat cats. We got that all squared away. Remember, get them, try to get them off of, uh, and it may take a while. My Bubba, that was 38 pounds that I rescued, that she was going to be put down, and then the vet called the family because I said, I'll take them. I'll get the weight off. The vet called the family, and the family said, sure, let her have them. So brought them home, and it took me about oh, almost a year and a half to get them down to 17 pounds, but we did it slowly, and things went, you know, really, you know, really good. And so it all has to do with uh, the food and, and not getting like the the senior diet or the uh, diet manage you know management and stuff. No, it's called using real food, just like with humans, real food and use it right, not too much. Let the body work for itself to help get rid of all that stuff. All right, that's that's huge, is what it is. And so that's why, you know, uh, and just take your time and, and don't give up. Just keep introducing it. And eventually, and then once your cat gets used to, you know, uh, newer things, it's going to be easier and easier, you know, for them to accept new things quicker. So if you really care about your cat and you want them around, and it, I'm really sad that when people say, well, my cat's old. Well, how old is your cat? 12. That is not old for a cat. A cat that's old is 20, 22, 25. I lost my mittens at 25 years old and I lost her mom at 22 years old. And so that's why uh, most of my cats live to be about uh, 18, 19 years old. And they're into outdoor cats. And so, uh, you know, they get, they can, I know they get fed the wildlife out, but also that's healthier for them. So, you know, there's decisions here that you need to make. But if you got totally indoor cats, you, you just got to really go to feed them a healthier diet. And there are great supplements out there to get, you know, get probiotics in them and get those krill oils or sardine oils in them for a better cat or better coat. And also to what you're going to see huge when you start going healthier choices for your cats and not using the carbs, you know, getting rid of those carbs, especially if you have a diabetic cat. The coat is going to be awesome. There's the, hardly any litter or litter, hardly any doo-doos and stuff in the box because now they can utilize more what you're giving them. So that's that's huge, okay? All right. Okay, so that's that's cats. We're going to get hopefully get to jumping dogs, but let's go to the phone lines and get... Wait a minute. Oh, she's on it. <laughs> okay, the main thing with jumping dogs, we'll take care of it right now before we go to the phone lines. Jumping dogs, folks, don't allow it. Uh, when people come over, put a leash on, and then step on the leash about oh, 8, 10 inches from... Don't pin the dog to the ground. You want that when the dog stands up, that his head is dipped a little bit. Now, if he tries to jump forward, he corrects himself. If he tries to jump on you, he corrects himself. You get, A dog can never just jump. They've got to dip before they fly. So the thing is, is when company comes over, you're going to control that situation. you got that dog on the leash, and you're facing east and west if the company's coming north and south. They walk past you. They are totally to ignore the dog and just walk on by. They don't get a chance to pet the dog or greet the dog for, for the next half hour because you're going to control it. When you're out in walks and you meet somebody, oh, can I pet your dog? Well, that's up to you. Okay, I don't let strangers pet my dog because you never know what's going to happen. And the dog could turn his head sideways and graze a person's finger. Oh, your dog bit me. No, my dog didn't. It was just like you moved your hand and it met a tooth. But anyway, so uh, but just stand on the leash about 8, 10 inches from the hook, depending on the size of the dog. And just keep your hands to your body. And let's say the dog starts jumping at you when you're on a walk and they start goating you and standing on their back feet and crossing their, you know, their uh, hand or paws you know in the leash okay don't go up with the leash if the dog tries to jump up and you have the leash on you bring your hand down like to your knees put near you go down if the dog goes up and then you then quick drop the leash with one hand hold it on with the other hand and then step on the leash so if he tries to jump again at you he's going to correct himself just stay very calm and just go uh-uh just settle 
Uh-uh, just settle. Be what you want the dog to be, which is calm, okay? Now, usually the dog starts jumping because you get them all riled up. You know, like when you get company that comes over, oh, look at dog, look how cute you are. The dog just goes, wah! And this is especially true for dogs that are under two years old because they're, they're the puppy mush brain. And they just want to play. So you've got to put the dog on the leash so you got control of the situation. And obviously, too, you can never go wrong with obedience, folks. Okay? Katie's Canine Obedience School up in Hugo is very nice. Got classes coming up. But a puppy classes at a oh, beginner one. Uh, so anyway, but the whole thing is, is that you, uh, that you control, just don't say, oh, will he grow out of it? No, unless you, know, you get him so obesely, you know, fat that he can't jump anymore. So then, yeah, you, you kind of aged out of it. But the thing is, take the time to teach the manners that you need. And that's by having them, let them drag a leash around the house. So you got something to quick step on or quick grab. If the kids are running and being the, Wah! and then there goes the dog to pile over the top of them. Put the leash on the dog and you hold on to the leash or you put the dog in the kennel and when the kids settle down, then bring the dog back out. You've got to not just be screaming and yelling at your dog. No, 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 no. Teach them words and what they mean so that they learn and then you can control the situation. The dog jumps on you. The word is either off or down. Just don't say no. Give them a growl. Ah, off or a hey, down. Now, if you say down, or let's say you say down for if the dog jumps on you, if you want them to lay on the ground, then you have to use a different word, like rest. You can't give two meanings to one word, all right? So if you if you say down, like get down off of me, and then you turn around and say, okay, down, like down on the ground, that really confuses the dog. The dog is like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. So you got to remember, so if you say down, keep the down word, like when he jumps on you, because that's going to come to your mouth first. Then just give it a new word because you're not going to need, down, you know, like down on the ground fast like you do down off of me. Then use the word rest if you want your dog to rest on the ground. A lot of places want uh, people want to say lay down. Lay sounds like play, play or stay. stay. And so and that's two words. Yeah. You want to try to keep it one word so the dog can pick it up quicker and learn it quicker. That's the thing. So it's ah, ah or a down all right now all the dogs that know my voice are in the car just head headed to the back it they put, their, the car. they put their paws over their ears yeah no there you go so that's why like i say well you but people come to the house step on that leash and you're facing east and west and the company's coming north and south if he's jumping on you step on that leash like i say don't pin him to the ground not by the hook you want that when you're stepping on the standing on the leash and your hands are two to your body on your head side profile because side profile means is a calming signal Okay, so then what happens is that you just stay calm. Let the dog settle down. And then once they settle down, just call me and say thank you. Remember what gets a dog all nutsy in the headsy is what saying, good boy, good girl. That's like saying recess. You don't have to think. <laughs> and so you wonder why your dog goes nutsy because you ask him to sit and then he, you go, good boy. And he's like, yeah. I'm a good boy. Okay, you're causing the problem. Your voice is three quarters of your training. The high pitch, you're happy. The low, slow tones, you're ticked. And so that's why what you got to do is be what you want the dog to be. 
don't shout it and scream it because that just blows the dog even more. And, and think of the dogs have are learning dots in their head and they're all connecting as they're learning. And every time you say good girl or good boy, you take those dots that are lined up nicely and learning, actually retaining it in the brain and you splay them through the whole brain. Yes, I'm a good boy. Okay, now the brain has to settle back down and reconnect the learning dots. Okay, so that's why please try to get used to thanking your dog. Thank you. And not saying good girl, good boy. All right. All right. I think it's last break time here and then we will. Uh, okay. Well, you ready for this? What happens once in soccer, twice in football, but never once in baseball? We'll be back. Uh-oh. Carly's doing the dance on the other side. That's unreal. There you go. Uh, on Jason and Alexis show, they did on uh, Friday for Valentine's Day, the Sabia songs, you know, type thing. And Ken, yeah. you know, that's part of it now. They're a part of the team in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny is, but anyway, and he picked out really that the the best country western song that from the get go that he started, he stopped loving her today. Have you ever heard that song? Probably not. I have not. Yeah, so right from the get go, it's it's a downer, you know. Ty, he stopped living here today. And oh man! So, yeah, so it was, and, and Jason was just like, "Whoa, that is pretty sad." That the does sound why, like a downer. Oh, well, the reason why he stopped loving her today because he died. He you know, oh wow. he left. Well, he she left him a long time ago. Yeah, and then the thing is, is that he, he the only way he could stop loving her is that when he was dead. Whoa, big Not turn. that he committed anything, but he just spoiler he alert. Just yeah, in case anybody didn't know. Okay, there you go. Okay, what happens once in soccer, twice in football, but never once in baseball? You said once in soccer, Soccer, twice twice in football, football. but never in baseball. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, Halftime? No. No. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's the O. There's no O. Okay, there's once in soccer, there's one O. Baseball. Got it. And then in football, there's two O's. Yeah. And then in baseball, there's no O's. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Funny. What happens once in also, soccer, twice had, in football, but never in baseball. Also, we had someone correct us about the last riddle. What was that? There are only four I's in Mississippi. Really? Yep. M I S. Okay. M I S S I P P I M M I S S I P P I. Well, this book then screwed it up because <laughs> it says five eyes. I know. <laughs> okay. So thank you for that, caller. That, well, that, now wait a minute here. But unless, unless it's Mississippi River. Ah! Maybe that's, that's it. what it is. Is okay, it Mississippi I just River? Back, I just looked at the, yeah, at the thing. Okay. So it's the Mississippi River. Okay. So there's an yeah, I okay. in there. Okay. So there'll be five then. Yeah, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Okay. Well, thank you, caller. The, yeah, uh, I brought it to our attention. Had the, <laughs> said the answer wrong. Yeah, it's supposed to be the Mississippi River. Yeah. Mississippi River. So that we always got five. So eyes. technically, you were right. Rep, what, what, what runs through the U.S. and has five eyes? Mississippi yeah. River. Mississippi River. River. Thank you. That was yeah. pretty good. You know, yeah, I spell like a duck. <laughs> I spell, and we visited this before. I spell spell so bad that spell check can't even give me a hint. What the heck I'm spelling. That's funny. That's how bad. I, That's okay. Oh. You know what? I just found out that oh gosh, our our youth, 
oh, they're going to have a rough time if spell check ever goes out of service. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's going to be bad. They don't know. I know it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and especially yeah. they abbreviate a lot too. Mm-hmm. And so then you got to figure out those abbreviations. It's yeah. Like, are you, are you? Are you going? You yeah, know, the letter yeah. R instead of A R E. Yeah, and then it's Y-O-U. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, it's and then they can't. You know what the big joke that comes across once in a while is people bring up is that you know because they stop cursive writing in school. They 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 haven't. Okay. They have not. Oh, have this? No. Because the big thing was in that is that then people that did know cursive writing, it could be a code that they can't read. Oh, yeah. We just write in cursive and they can't pick it out. Yeah. I mean, there I, there have been a few classes I've been in that I've had to teach cursive. Okay. And over time, you know, like you learn the proper way to do cursive, right? But then over time, just because you get used to doing it, like sometimes you're... R's change a little bit yes. and your P's change a little yep. bit, you know? Yeah. But it's still essentially, it looks to you like, it, you know, cursive. Yes. Well, so someone asked me to write something and I, I did it in cursive, but okay. in the cursive that you, has yeah. evolved for right. me over yeah. time. And they like... We're, huh? we're like, no, that's not how you do a P. That's not yeah. how you do the R. The I is different. The E yeah. looks like, and I was like, guys, I just, yeah, okay, it's going to take me a time to think now what exactly I have to do. Uh, but it was, it was I resolved funny. that by printing. I just print. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do that when they're doing cursive. I know, but then, they're like, how do you do the X? A lot of times my know. writing looks like printing connected on the bottom. Oh, yeah, I've you done that too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Let's play uh, now uh, with dogs and cats again. Theme, okay, is playing a rough with your dog or your cat, folks. Don't do that. Then you teach them to be rough. Like Adeline, she was she'll be a year in May, okay. And you know, Will, my husband, the other day was taking her head and kind of wrestling with it. I said, "Don't do that. That's going to teach her to be rough. I don't want her to play rough when the grandkids come." So, what do you buy? Playing tug of war with your dogs or wrestling with your cat? You know how the cat lays down and shows you the belly, and then you come up and kind of jostle them around, and then they kick at you. Don't do that. Play with the cats. Get the laser out, or have them chase a feather. Or have them uh, chase something, but don't now. Never any laser lights with dogs. Never. Oh, laser lights are only with cats. All right. It makes a neurotic mess out of a dog. I'll tell you. Yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, look how funny that is. Yeah, but then you're gonna correct. He's gonna become a shadow chaser and a fly chaser. So no laser. So you. Your pets will become what you do with them. So if you play rough at the early years, you will have a rough pet. But we're talking the early years. Now, later when the dog has got his manners and such like that, then you can introduce tug. Come on, let's tug. Come on, let's tug. Then you start start it, you stop it. But don't do it in the early years, under two years old. I, I strongly disagree with anybody that teaches it that under that because, like I said, we want kids are impressionable, and what they learn in their youth is how they grow up to be. So if they grow up to play bad wrestling games or hard games like that when they're young, they're going to grow up and do the same thing and realizing that they're going to, they're, uh, what do you want to call it? The sense of limit. What is over the top and what is it is, is kind of goofy. So, uh, so please don't play rough games with cats or dogs. Cats, the best entertainment for cats is get a Florida ceiling uh, tree with a couple ledges, put a, a bird feeder, a squirrel feeder outside the window and they got entertainment all day. All right. And so, uh, uh 
and plus you're feeding the birds and the squirrels. So, boy, it's a, it's a double yay. And then also, we haven't talked about it for a couple of weeks. I'm going to bring it up again. Car- dilated cardiomyopathy. Everybody that's still thinking that that is going to give your dogs um, uh, grain free is the weapon here. It is not, folks. It is not. And I would not steer you wrong. You know, the big all all brands of grain free. Okay, not just nutritious. All brands brands of grain free have taken a huge hit. People are too scared to feed. I don't want my dog to get dilated cardiomyopathy. They're not. If you have a rotating diet, you don't have no fears, folks. There are some breeds that are prone to dilated cardiomyopathy that you have to pay attention, but also you don't pay attention to their overall diet. But the big thing is, as long as you have a rotation diet, feeding grain-free is no problem whatsoever. All right, you got to know. And see, uh, King Charles are also have heart problems. There's many breeds that have heart problems, so you got to be more more mindful of their diets. Maybe you shouldn't feed any processed food to a dog that has uh, a cancer or uh, any kind of do- uh, heart heart problem. Go to you know a freeze dried, a, 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 a raw, whatever. But stay out. So the whole thing is is do something different, but don't just totally say, oh, that, that that's I'm not giving no grain free because I can give my my dog dilated cardiomyopathy. No, there's plenty of now they're doing research and the FDA backed off on that saying, but they already did the damage. They already put that fear in everybody's mind. And so now everybody thinks that grain free is bad and it is not bad. Folks, all right, there are some dogs that cannot tolerate grains, but they just leads creases. Please do more of a rotation diet. Dr. Gene Dodds at hemopet.org, H-E-M-O-Pet.org, did an excellent article on cardiodilated cardiomyopathy. Uh, the uh, uh, Whole Dog Journal did a real good article. Another one, dogsnaturallymagazine.com, did a good article. So please empower yourself. Put in dilated cardiomyopathy. Okay, in 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 search and start reading of what it was, uh, you know, out there. Because just don't go by word. Empower yourself, and that's what you, know, you just need to do. And I, I just get so I want to just take people and say, stop, do not panic. All is fine. All right, it drives me nuts. And then uh, we were talking uh, also too, like the freeze dried treats. Have you ever really looked at the treats on the back of the package and what's in there? You know, all the preservatives, color, like the different treats and such like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Whereas you know that's why with the Pure Vita freeze dried treats and then their new uh, uh, Nutrisource jerky treats, all it is is meat, apple cider vinegar, vitamin C. That's yeah. it. There's no preservatives. There's no colorings. There's no nothing. So if you're going to give your dogs and cats treats, do things that are good for them. I'm a huge one. Like the freeze-dried minnows, I, I, you know, once again, can't look at them. But, boy, the cats and the dogs love them. So, so anyway, folks, do things healthier, please. Okay, and go. you can go to my website or go to mytalk1071.com, get the podcast. Then you can also go to my KDK on Facebook page or my website and uh i think that's about it so you have make it a great week carly you have a great week thank you for all you do thanks you too Uh, you bet don't hide those dogs train them we'll catch you next week